Hello, everybody. Welcome inside the 30-Minute Lunch Break Podcast, episode 159. On today's show, we are going to discuss Tiger Woods' latest victory on the Tour Championship, the latest NFL news, including the somber news in 49er land, and then discuss some NBA drama as preseason and media day opens. So stay tuned for episode 159. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome inside the show. This is episode 159. My name is Brandon Rosenthal, and alongside me is my co-host and partner, Eric Garcia. Eric, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm good, man. This is look, see, this is one that I really want to get into. This, uh, this is all a, these topics are. You know, yeah, yeah this, get them going. This, this is a big one. There's a lot of things to talk about. Well, we are also joined in the car by Social Mike. Mike, how are you today, my man? I'm good. Uh, got some good and bad news, as you said. Yeah, we got. Um, to get into it. Yeah, we got good news. We got bad news. Um, and we're just gonna get right into it. The good news, the great news, probably the the weekend saving news, at least for me, um, and maybe for a lot of people who uh, follow golf and follow the NFL. Uh, Tiger Woods won his first tournament since 2013. It's 80th overall. He won the Tour Championship. Um, he did not win the FedEx Cup, even though there was a little second there where we thought he might win the FedEx Cup. Uh, but he did not. He finished second to Justin Rose, who won the actual FedEx Cup based off points. But Tiger actually won the tournament. And it was a... I don't, I don't know if you guys got to see the, the interview, the post his yeah. uh, interview post-match. Um, and it was emotional. Uh, I think everybody at least had like something in the back of the throat, like, you know, like, oh, or try, was trying to suffocate a fly with their eyes. You know, the typical uh, little watery-eyed, it seems. Uh, it was well-deserving. For a man who's come back from a lot, and it, it's just pretty for me. It's just awesome to see Tiger Woods on top again. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but well, it's, yeah, that's that's the part. Every I think everybody does, um, but at the same time, it's good to see a guy. I mean, like you said, the, he went through a lot. I mean, but it's all his, on his own accord, pretty yep, much most exactly. Of it, and all of it, you know. So it's good for him to be able to prove to. I guess it seems like that for him. Like for us, I mean, it is what it is. We just enjoy it as a fans. Like fuck yeah, we want him to be. But for him, I think. Whatever he had to overcome, I think, was just more on that level of, like, fuck. You know, to saying, can I even ever play again, to winning, to fucking, like, people are already, like, it's all hype again. Like, it was just awesome. You know what I mean? It it really was. And as for me, knowing what, you know, he's been through, at least when it comes to his injuries, you know, personal stuff aside, you know, in 2013, he was still, like, and that was post um break up with his wife and post scandal yeah but he was like pop pop, pop and pills yeah exactly so i mean like but the skill was there so it was never the skill was never in doubt it was just the injuries and then the dependency on the pills and for him to and like i think a year and a half ago he got pulled uh, over, pulled over for loaded. pills yeah, yeah loaded with the d and he got a dw <laughs> or dui whatever whatever it is and you know it wasn't drinking but it was um, zoned out as a motherfucker. Exactly. So, which is almost as bad, you know. Um, if you're zoned, yeah. if you're zoned out on pills, man, you're just as bad as a drunk. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. um, to see him to make a to make the right decisions as a as a father, as a as a man, like that's what's up. Like, I appreciate that. Not only as a fellow driver on the road, even though he's probably he probably isn't. I don't know if he's ever in the valley, but you know, if you are, yeah. come come on come on the car. Well. You can sit next to Mike, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we can. Come on, and I, I, we get an object the front seat, right? Yeah. If, he, we, get, we get better the front seat. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, that's Beto's seat. So Tiger gets to the King of Carson, uh, not the King of Golf. But it was it was great to see. Um, he he played great. Uh, it, it's it's at the right time. I don't want it to for him to be the only like this is it. Like this is not it for me. And hopefully for him either. I feel like there's a great opportunity here. There's four ma- there's four majors next year in succession. Uh, April, May, June, July. And he can all get those if he stays hot. You know, we have the Ryder Cup next week, or actually this week, starting Thursday. Yeah. Um, you guys going to watch that at all? Yeah, but it's going to be... Like the, so here's a bre- let me, the breakdown for the schedule, because I was looking at this, and it's yeah. going to be intense if you want to watch the Ryder Cup. So if you don't know what the Ryder Cup is, it is a biannual tournament that um, the Ameri- top, top uh, 12 American golfers versus the top 12 European golfers, and they battle in um, five matches. Uh, two of four ball and foursomes, and then they have singles matches on Sunday where they play one on one versus each other. So that is badass. Yeah, it's pretty badass. And you know, and also like the four balls and foursomes are pretty badass too. But you know, it the one on ones are always you know that's where it get that's where the money's made. So that starts. It's actually it's in Paris, so it's eight hours ahead. So the way it's going to work is it starts here on fucking Thursday night Pacific time at eleven forty five on NBC. So that's going to be. Like tough, and then the afternoon matches are like on at four in the morning. Yes. So, wow. You know. Good luck. Good luck to anyone who wants to watch that. But it's going to be great because there's a lot of great golfers. Um, and oh, by the way, did you see that photo of the Team USA getting off the plane? Yeah. They look like they got fucking yeah. drunk as shit. Yeah. Except Loaded. for Patrick Reed, because they're like Patrick, go sit with the cockpit. No one. Go sit. In, yeah, go sit in the pilot. Well, he doesn't drink. Yeah, what the fuck. He doesn't drink. I mean, not that that's a bad thing, but I mean, well, no, take a shot with Tiger. I'm not saying that it's a bad. I'm saying they think it's a bad thing. <laughs> they, yeah. they think he's, apparently they're like he's a lame. Like, he, he thinks he's. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know enough about the Patrick situation, but it seems like he's not really liked. Oh, the Steelers hold, held on, so they got that dub. Um, but yeah, let's. Um, anything else to add about golf from about no, Tiger? Yes. Getting it, Tiger getting it done. The galleries were fucking badass. Oh, man. People were going crazy. Unbelievable. I mean, that was awesome to see. Well, he's leading our show, so that's what really matters. For you know? sure. Uh, yeah. uh, but yeah, the, the galleries. And, uh, well, I just want to add, remember, we were watching the games on Sunday, and uh, we were all like, hey, at 11 o'clock, though, the uh, Sunday red comes on. Yeah, no, and for sure. We were, trying to, we were trying to vote one of the games off to put, you know, Tiger on one of the TVs. And it ended up probably, we should have just turned off our game. Well, we would have avoided seeing what actually happened, wow. which is tough to see. But, yeah, you know, what's yeah. funny is that the Tiger Woods uh, weekend victory actually saved the somber Jimmy G news for me. You know, like, not, the, you know, I told him, my coworker, Michael, uh, who's a big golf fan, um, and I told him, I'll sacrifice Jimmy's knee <laughs> for, for a Tiger victory for a, ma- oh. for a major. For oh, for a, if this if Jimmy's knee helps Tiger gets to Augusta, hell yeah, give me Jimmy will appreciate that. Yeah, you know, I don't know, but not just for a regular old match. No, not I mean, even though well, it was even though this was a tour championship. Like you know, Stewart's talking shit about us, saying, "Oh, only thirty players." Like, well, only the thirty best players. So it's yeah. not like thirty Joe Schmoes. You didn't. Be, well, people do say though. The thing about it is not it is the thirty best players, but a lot of them. Don't didn't give a shit. Don't take the. But hey, you're competing, dog. So. Well, you know, if you don't take it seriously, then join the FedEx Cup because the winner gets ten million dollars. And I'll tell you what, because that's serious. And Rose got that. Hey, are you? Are you we... didn't think that. But so when on, on the eighteenth on the eighteenth hole, um, Justin Rose his second shot is at par five, so it's five shots to get to that par, right? Um, and I'll end with this: that he hit a shot that ju- it, it just cleared the bunker 
and then it bounced. And instead of going back, it just rolled a little forward mm-hmm. back onto the green. So now that's a $10 million shot, dude. If he, if that shit bounces back yeah. into the bunker and then he gets oh, par yeah. and he doesn't get birdie in that mm-hmm. hole, then he loses $10 million. Tiger gets $10 million and, and we get to stick it to the Europeans one more time before the Ryder Cup, which yeah. would have been made me happy, but you know, it is what it is. Um, that is it for golf. Let's take a very, very quick break. And then we'll move on to NFL. So hold on. We'll be right back. All right, everybody. Welcome back inside the show. We are moving on to the NFL. Big weekend. Now, we're three weeks into the NFL season. And we can start seeing what teams are good, what teams aren't good. Uh, so You know, we can usually get a pretty good read on it. And some teams, we just are like, what the fuck is happening here? What are you? And this can happen until week 15, and then we finally figure out, like, oh, we're just staring at a shitty team the whole season long. Yes. Um, yes. So let's start from the top going to the bottom and talk about some of the storylines here. I wrote down, and we can go from there. If you have anything on your mind, please uh, fill in. And then we'll also um, end this segment with a brand new little game we're playing called the Gruden Grinder. You may be familiar with the name because you know the you know Gruden, you know the Gruden Grinder, but this is our take on the Gruden Grinder. So stay tuned for that. It's coming up later, so you don't want to miss it. Uh, let's talk about this first, the three no teams. Chiefs, not a surprise, but, yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it's not a surprise, so I'm not shocked. Rams, definitely not a surprise. They've had a cupcake first three games, and they've... Um, I, don't, I don't consider the Chargers a cupcake game. Well, I mean, all right. Well, they treated like, it that way. That's yeah. why... Okay, so they made, they've made But the other two, I, I, I could fuck of, with you, but I mean, the I don't know, the Chargers... Who knows? But maybe that proves right. Maybe the Chargers do suck. Who knows? Yeah. That that is true. I mean, the oh, they haven't played at very tough defenses yet, and they probably haven't played the toughest schedule. But hey, they've done exactly what they need to do. They beat the crap out of teams they need to beat the crap out That's of, what you do. which exactly. is what good teams do. And you know, so, it's hard for me to give them. Yep. any kind of And then of course, everybody figured this one out: the Dolphins, three and zero. Remember? Remember, we all thought the you Dolphins. You know how harsh I am on the Dolphins. You know when we did our preseason predictions, we're like, you know, Patriots one and th- one and two to start the year, Miami three and zero. Two-game lead. So one first place. If if I told you one of these things is not like the other, which one are you thinking? KC, right? (laughs) Well, yeah. The thing about the Pats, the the thing is, you can believe that the Pats are one and two, but it's hard to believe that the fucking Dolphins are three and. Well, especially if you watch any piece of that Raider game yesterday, you know they didn't deserve to win that game. The Raiders pretty much gave it away, and um. I mean, but if you stick around enough, you deserve it. That's very true. But they've all, you know, they've had. Uh, you can make excuses for any team, right? You know, but they also played in the longest game in NFL history in week one, where it had like a four and a half hour delay. And who, I forgot who they played last week and won. Um, Jets. The Jets. Coming off a big win. The Jets. So, you know. No, yeah, you don't believe in them, but I'm, what I'm saying is three and no, you can't take. And then they just played the Raiders. And I think we, you know, the Raiders. But you, you got to. We can give, probably come back know, in the Raiders. I know, but you got to give three and no, three and no. Three and no is three and no. That is, uh, three wins that I wish our team had. They don't have it. Um, See, that's what I'm saying. I could, I could believe that the Pats were one and two, but I could believe that the Dolphins were in first place, but I would say the Dolphins are two and one max. The three and no is the shit that's pushing that. Yeah. And well, I mean, they play the Patriots next week. So I think that number is going to be three and one. Yeah. We're about to find out what's up. If they go four and oh and spank the Pats, then, you know, the the city of Boston would explode. (laughs) Well, then they immediately shift to the Celtics, right? But like, hey, it's, it's, uh, they should start getting, they should start shifting. They should, start, they should start shifting to the, to the Patriots. I mean, to the, to the, to the Celtics. Celtics. Um, I think some of the, the biggest surprise for me um, is 
I have three of them, and I, I guess I didn't even tell you how much time we should put on the clock. Probably like seven more minutes. Okay. Something like that. Um, the Texans suck. The Texans. So I wrote these three down, and then I actually came well, to a realization te- after the fact. The te- Texas offensive line. So Texans are terrible. The Titans don't really suck, but they're they a team you just don't know what they are because they don't have a quarterback. So it's just like, what, uh, you know... They've won right. two games, but yeah, what are you like? What defensively, they're pretty. They're solid defensively. Yeah, they have, they uh, but I mean, but good. it's easy to, sometimes to play defense when you're going against Bortles. <laughs> and then I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and then the Jags. I don't know what's going on with the Jags. Um, they look one week. They look great. On. Yeah, I know you know. So then I wrote <laughs> AFC <laughs> South. No one just really knows what the fuck is happening. Just no one knows. No one. You can look at the. You can't tell me you look at the AFC South schedule or look at anything and say this is happening for sure. And we don't even talk about luck. The Colts probably could have won that game against yeah, the Eagles. Yeah. You know, the Mister Philly. Look, can we take a timeout from this? Can we can we rant about the Philly special for like three seconds and say how like they're not the only fucking team to come up with a special play or have a flea flicker? Yes, it happened in a great moment, but I mean, like, if a team does a special play, it's not the Philly special. I know, but what I'm saying is <laughs> that was a special play. I guess like that's the thing that matters. It just sticks out like. Like, the catch was a, a great catch, but it was, you know, a, a route. But it was in the greatest moment and the greatest comeback, so that becomes an epic thing. So, you know, fuck it. Again, but no. everybody trying it? No, and, I'm out. And, no, yeah. I'm, I'm still out on it. Well, the, I think you should take... The Philly special happened in the moment, and it's special because of what... It's it's special because of the moment. But if it works, it works. So what I think you should do... As and then a it works immediately co- in week one. It, as a defensive coordinator, you should take that shit personally as fuck oh, and tell your team, that shit better never work on us. If the quarterback ever... All you fools are on the bench. If the, if the quarterback <laughs> ever catches a pass... <laughs> oh, he's got, we're, yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you see, Baker, even Baker was like, it. oh my God. No, I feel you. I, I, I'm upset, but I'm saying I go about it differently. I would say that shit never. I would just, that would, I, if I was the owner or whatever level of, me, if I was a janitor, but I want to sneak into But I want to draw the line now because I have a feeling that they're going to start claiming every single special play in the NFL. It's like, remember the Wildcat? Oh, Philly special. Like, no asshole. That's a flea flicker. Like, it's not a Philly special. So, like, let's just. The Philly special is one play that happened one time, and it's probably never going to happen again, even though it happened in week one, <laughs> literally. And but Baker, like you said. Yeah, and then Baker, you know, and then C.J. Bethard is obviously going to catch like three touchdowns. That, but wasn't that so. the Dilly special? Oh, the Dilly? I don't yeah, know. Maybe. I think, I think that's what this um, The Baker? Yeah. But yeah, that, that, for me, that was the biggest surprise, um, is that those three teams are just, like, I thought the Texans are going to be better, like, for real. Yeah, but that offensive line is fucking yeah. garbage. It's really bad. Um, Watson is doing the best. Like, oh, oh, yeah, but he's also being pretty kind of crappy. Yeah, and, and you know how high I was on Watson. Right. So it's just a bad situation. No, yeah, you were definitely high on Watson. Um, but, dude, I expected some sort of help like off, uh, on the offensive. Like, I did not expect a team that is bringing a fucking guy from that was having one of the greatest starts to his career back from injury. Wouldn't fucking figure out the offensive line situation. I mean, to me, that is failure beyond, like, I can't believe that shit. Like, for an ownership group or or GM or whoever the fuck's in charge of the coaching staff, that is just a fucking failure, dude. You're fucking up. It's bad. Um, You know, and people can make a big deal about bad offensive lines. Like, the Patriots' offensive line looks awful right now. But, you know. But it's not Brady. I don't don't worry about them. Yeah. I don't worry about them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's some. The difference is you're trying to bring this guy up. 
Like, you know, yeah, he had a great start to his career, but again, he's barely coming back from injury. Yeah, and, and he only played like five, six games. And all those games. And again, that offensive line is really bad. It's I know really, people, there's some bad lines. This line is really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, very bad. And, and oh, yeah. it just goes to show you, um, that's why the people make the argument of you pay these defensive players all this money and yet your quarterback can't stay upright. So what good, point? what a good, what good are they? Yeah, what's yeah. the point? What um, the fuck's the point? Let's talk about the two, three, let's talk about the Chiefs, Rams real quick, and then we'll go into Jimmy G. Yeah. Um, which one of those two teams do you think has the best shot at a Super Bowl? Like Chiefs or Rams? Yeah. Rams. Do you think that that would be a good Super Bowl to watch? Chiefs, Rams. Yeah. Yeah. Is Mahomes real? Well, so far. So far. I mean, you know, look, I tell you, the, but it, it, let's just, even without the Mahomes part of it, which is going crazy, is I told you, I'm good with Andy Reid, but I mean, is he going to get to the Super Bowl ever? Like again, like and come through. Like, is he gonna get blown out? Like, I, I believe in Andy Reid, but I could believe Andy Reid break all the records in the regular season. Yeah. Fucking go fourteen and two and shit, do some crazy shit. But um, I really just don't b- believe that he's gonna get it done. Well, I mean, I even texted you guys um that they did this a couple years ago. They went seven and zero. Yeah, and who else though? Huh? Right. Because the Pats, I figured, I think, I still think they're gonna be able to figure it out. Yeah, I'm not worried about the Pats. Um. The Rams, though, I am worried about the Rams. As in, like, they're really fucking good. Oh, yeah. And they're just a really well-oiled machine. It seems like if they can just continue to groove. There was a bet that they talked about on Bill Simmons' podcast. Would you rather take, for win total, the Rams or the rest of our division? And it's tough. Oh, yeah. Especially with Sessions Jimmy out. It's tough. Because the Rams look like they may go 13-3 and or 14-2 and and... You know, that doesn't necessarily mean Super Bowl, obviously, because they still have to go through the playoffs. And there are some tough teams, depending on the health of Rodgers. And, mm-hmm. you know, that team looks weird. You know, I can't get a, I there's can't a, get lot a feel of, There's a the lot Packers. of good teams in the NFL. I mean, in the NFC, because it's a stacked mm-hmm. NFC. But remember, it's kind of ish stacked right now, because the teams that we thought were going to be great yeah. aren't that impressive. Well, because then, yeah, well, we have teams that, like, look dominant, like the Vikings, and all of a sudden they lay an egg and get the shit kicked yeah. out of them by the Buffalo Bills. We have everybody consistently picked the Packers to win against the Redskins, and they looked the Redskins looked right. so inept in Week yeah. Two, and all of a sudden they look better. It's like, you wait, can we get some fucking consistency from yeah. some of these teams so we can make some money off bets? I mean, Jesus, why we watch football here? No, but like you can see like some of the early season struggles, and you know it just kind of is what it is. There's, you know, the Rams. It doesn't seem like the Rams have gotten those early season struggles, so. You know, kudos to them and the coaching staff. And, it's kind of the same squad. I mean, yeah. they, oh no, but they did, they do a lot um, of they've shit. They've had upgrades they defensively. They did upgrade defensively like a motherfucker. You know, and then you have like teams like the Bears. And they got Wade Phillips running that bitch. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, yeah. And then crazy. you have teams like the Bears who are 2-1 and one, and like their defense might be good enough to win like 8-9 games. The if, Bears? As long as Mitchell doesn't throw that but, shit away. But, no, but Mitchell's bad. Yeah, he's awful. As long as they the got... number two pick in the draft. He's we not... the, So what? we convinced the Bears they needed Mitchell Trubisky so bad that to give up all those picks for this man, or maybe they convince themselves. But thank you. I don't like Mitch. No, he's not great. Um, <laughs> that's a, I was gonna say that's a Vic Fangio uh, defense. defense. Yeah, I'm good honest. on the defense. Well, well, also, yeah, yeah. They also have a man named Kilo Mack, yeah, yeah, so he's pretty good. So you know what? Because you know, you know what they have a, a problem that, that I think they have a danger to, uh, 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 to become. 
they could be the Jaguars. Again, mm-hmm. I could believe, yeah. I believe in yeah. Blake Fangio's defense, but Blake Portals, don't yeah. tell me Mr. Burns is going to be the next Blake Portals. Well, I'd rather take Blake Portals over Mitch any day of the week. I mean. I don't even know though, because damn, for Blake just lost. That's why I'm saying the Jaguars, you, we talked earlier. Why did the Jaguars lose? Because Blake Bortles is well, starting quarterback. He also has no weapons, and maybe this is week two without Fournette what now. And he lit up the pads. Yeah, but like he lit. I mean, he because he's Blake Bortles. Right, right. That's what it's I mean. easy, to, you know, and everybody gets their game up for New England. And no, it, but the inconsistency is. is the problem. No, it, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. That's the big problem. I completely agree. Um, Even when he had weapons, he was still Blake yeah. Bortles. Let's talk about Jimmy G. Let's talk um, about it. So we are. If you, this is your first time listening to the show, and you made it this far. Um, and you don't know that we're Niner fans already? Like, fuck. <laughs> Good shit. We appreciate it. Um, so, all three of us are Niner fans. Um, it just happened by coincidence that we all got a podcast together. Um, but our quarterback, my quarterback, uh, cue that T.O. clip, tore his ACL, his left ACL uh, on Sunday. Fucked it up. On um, And this is my personal opinion, on a move that was 1,000% his fault. Just like Justin Houston said, I have, uh, you know, I felt that he should have gone out of bounds. And I love, I love that people give second effort, but, you know, like Justin Houston said to the guy who hit him on the Chiefs is that you already got the yardage you needed. But that had nothing to do with why he got hurt. His knee yeah. buckled. Well, he, sh- cause he made a move to go back in, man. Yeah. But I mean, he should have just, he was, all- I yeah, felt but that he should have But what I'm saying bounds. is making that move doesn't rip your ACL. It, it happens his, sometimes. That's what but, I'm saying. Because it's it could happen. I, but you, I, the way I see it is that why even risk yourself by going back in to get hit? Just you're literally the out of bounds is like right to the left of you. Just continue going. Like, no, no, he should have gone out of bounds. I agree with you there, but that doesn't mean that's why his shit ripped. It, no, it just happened. I mean, not that he, he made perp- a cut. Yeah, like, he, yeah. That, it's not that he purposely yeah, said he this is again. it. Yeah. This is how it breaks. You know, it just happened that way. You know, maybe he goes out of bounds and then he tears it going out of bounds. Like I don't know, but. You know, that's just going to be my thing, but you know, it is what it is. And it, this, it sucks that he obviously got hurt and it sucks for him because I know he wants to play. It sucks for us, the fan base. Um, but it also gives an opportunity to the fan base who was thinking 10 and 6, 12 and 4 to like pump the brakes mm-hmm. and be like, well, this team actually is very bad on defense. Uh, we still give up a lot. And Jimmy G literally had to pull some, almost pull something out of his ass just to get us back in that game on Sunday. So, you know, maybe we can build around, build the positions that are weak right now. Because now, unfortunately, like Kyle Shanahan said, just, we just gotta move on. Like, well, you gotta move on, but, but let's be, let's be honest with you. Like, my, my issue with the, with the, with the Niner game from even before Jimmy got hurt and all that shit ahead. Um, it was, I, I didn't, I wasn't shocked at what Mahomes did. You know what I mean? Because he was gonna put a, the Niners should have been able to put up a shitload of points against that weak ass deep uh, Kansas City defense earlier, that's been getting earlier, lit the yeah. fuck up yeah. much earlier than. And so have. to me, that's why, like, yeah, you know, we're hype on the offense, but it hasn't been. Look, Jimmy has thrown some fucking high, was throwing some high shit sometimes, and, and then guys were dropping too. It was like overall sometimes, you know, the execution just wasn't fucking there. Yeah, then- and that to me is one of the sadder parts about the injury because. I was really looking forward to see him figuring that shit out, then yeah, getting the time yeah, going. You're right, you're right. And now it's the worst part about these injuries is you have to wait for him to come back next year. But the same thing is start back to where he was right now, right? And go through that shit again. Yeah. Instead be- of having a season behind him, so lost a whole year. Yeah. And he's 
been sacked a lot of times. Like, yeah, our offensive line our is not, line sucks. It's not great. To, you know, we'll touch so, on that as well. Yeah, so if you're wondering, yeah, if you're wondering what's next, it's, it's Bethard, CJ and, Beathard. And that's why you said CJ. the city is sad. And that's why the fans are sad because Beathard is a starting quarterback. <laughs> That's not a good option. <laughs> yeah, uh, he so Beathard he won one game last year um, when he took over for uh, Brian Hoyer, and you know the one game was against the Giants, who were just awful last year. Yeah. But at least we got that dub against them, so that's what's up. Thank you, CJ. Yeah. But there are some huge problems with CJ, um, mainly his inaccuracy and his uh, Trumpisms. <laughs> he plays the wrong position or something? <laughs> I don't know, but he's a grown man named CJ. There's a lot of things that are... Um, but, you know, the our management has high hopes for him. They're saying the right things, obviously, as they should. And, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's still shit, a lot of stuff to look forward to. There's like, uh, is this offensive line going to figure it out, gel mm-hmm. together? You know what I mean? Because, again, they also – there was injuries. There's been a lot of movement. So yeah. you kind of can't blame them. But at the same time, you still suck. There's not – you know what I mean? Like, you still got to get better. Yeah. And I give props for the Niners for the second half of the game because I feel like they were like – they brought that fight yeah. back in. You know what I mean? They got back in the game. So you're hoping the defense starts figuring it out, that kind of stuff. So when Jimmy comes back, this is not a team that's still – you know, maybe it's a it's a more ready team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there was a lot of issues I agree. overall. So this gets to expose how good these fools wanted. Whoever the fuck left. Yep. Um, let's. Uh, we gotta be like the Jaguars, I guess. Hope that's best case scenario. Run. Rely run, on run. a guy like that. Guy, yeah. You know, yeah. and just have because Breda. Yeah, Breda and Morris. Uh, Breda and Morris. Bro- maybe Le'Veon Bell. Who knows? Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, so yeah. At this point, though, because of our, where we're gonna pick, would you give up the first? Mm, oh, I, yeah, I guess we'd have, I, I wouldn't For make Lavin? a trade. No, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I don't mean, think I'd make a trade right now. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, at this point, you know. Because so clearly, we, they, well, you're already paying McKinnon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, then, and he's going to come back. He'll be fine. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. Um, let's move on to the Gruden Grinder. So, the Gruden Grinder, we're going to pick the, the person who is kind of doing the least for their team. <laughs> you know, um, and I have a little intro, which we'll play, and, uh, then we'll, get into this thing so hang tight we'll be right back there's so many guys and they don't contribute on every play and they don't get credit for it most of the time but this year i'm changing that in every monday night football game i'm going to announce the winner of the gruden grinder award i need your help to help me select who wins the gruden grinder award all right so the first the initial gruden grinder uh for the 30 minute lunch break podcast it's john gruden baby who else? Who else is going to be our nominee for the person who has screwed up the most in the first three weeks of the season? Um, and he's done it in very, very various amounts of ways and in very, very interesting fashion. So, Eric, what are your thoughts on Mr. Gruden, his first three weeks back as a head coach post-analyst um, career? I mean, I didn't expect only three. I'm not <laughs> going to front. I didn't expect it to go great for him. I really didn't. I honestly didn't. Um, but I did think Car was gonna have some, you know, yeah, yeah. Some he's he's looked good and he's, he's looked good and that you know that's still happening. But the, but dude, this guy. Okay, just how about the off the field stuff? Just alone, the trading Khalil Mack. Yeah. This the I, I think his the Martavius stuff. 
the oh, what about him? Oh, he, they just cut him though. And then they brought him back. And they brought him back. Yeah, well, yeah, for money, for salary reasons. Yeah, I guess. I, but uh, Martavis isn't one of those guys, you know. Like, well, he's about maybe pending a suspension. Yeah, he's about to be suspended That's for sure. Saying, like, and they're well, going to cut well, him. Gruden is still like like we said, the Dolphins are three and zero no matter what. You're still zero and three. You're zero. No matter what the fuck. It's yeah. not a good look. It's zero and three. It's saying all the wrong things at seemingly the wrong time. You know, like being coached by leading men, right? That's what he preaches, and and. Saying that, you know, whether it's true, and it is true that you traded Khalil Mack and you need a pass rusher and they're hard to find, but like, don't front and say like, cause you can't lie, cause Khalil Mack were, you heard what he said on tape, that he would have stayed. So it's like, let's cut the shit, and you can't lie to people anymore. But it's we not, can't, but we can't, I know that, that's huge, that's one of the biggest mistakes, and I get why we were wrong. But at this point, the zero and three is not clear. No, yeah, no, it's saying. definitely not. And but for example, every time you see that but, can't be like the this, only, but like know. this team isn't the equivalent to the Bears and can't be two and one right now. Like no, that's for, what I'm saying. But no, what I'm saying is one and two at least. Well, okay. You know what one, I mean? One like, and that's one. what I'm saying. That's a hot record right now. Get a tie at least. Get oh oh and three. Fuck it. That's better than the but, three. You no, know? but Gruden, if if. Because he's pretty much running the shit, right? Yeah. So if they were to speak, uh, in my opinion, if they were to speak straight up frankly, the fact that they let go of Mac and all that stuff, you know, that definitely has to do with Gruden. But I really think it also has to do with the fact that they knew for a fact, like, we're just going to hardcore, like, suck and, like, maybe rebuild. You know, just rebuild <laughs> yeah, fully yeah. and just say, fuck it. You know what I mean? But they can't come out and say... Dude, I mean, we didn't want to pick a little Mac for a team that was probably going to suck for the next couple of years. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Maybe there's no this, you know. And the reason, you know, for like, or maybe one year, at least get they're yeah, thinking yeah. maybe we're going to suck this year, but get better by the time we go to Vegas. True, true, true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, he didn't want a piece of that. You know, just like Le'Veon. But you know, <laughs> it is what it is. John, thank you very much for uh, being our Gruden grinder for the week. Let's see what happens next week in the NFL. You know. Um, Let's take a quick break, and then we're going to get into the NBA and finish up. We'll be right back. All right, everybody. Welcome back inside the show. We are going to finish off today's episode by talking about the NBA. A bunch of teams had their media days on Friday and today, and um, including the Lakers. Yes, sir. And the Lakers look good in their jerseys. Uh, everybody was kind of there. It's kind of crazy seeing LeBron and Lakers stuff. Um, one team that is having their issues right now is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. So... Jimmy Butler, they're one of their star players, has requested a trade. He is not going to show up to the media team's media day. day, which is tomorrow, I believe. And well, so we'll see. That could be a trade tonight. Um, it's nine oh four right now as we're recording um, on the California coast. How do you feel about Jimmy Butler? Would you trade for him if you're another team? And you know, off the top of your head, give me a fit. He wants to go to the Clippers. Make that happen. Easy. I don't know how easy it is to make it happen, but I think he wants to go there. And that would be, that's one of the things that I think would, would help. You know what I mean? And he has confidence. I think people, you read some of the reports, I think he thinks he could probably get Kawhi to go to Clippers. Potentially. I mean, I can see a deal for the Clippers with like Tobias Harris and some other players. Would Jimmy, Jimmy but, would be solid there. He really would be. I like Jimmy Butler a lot. I mean, the Knicks, you know, if the Knicks want to do something and try and appease KP, you know, that would be a good move. He mm -hmm. said the Knicks and Brooklyn are his destination choices. Brooklyn, you know, yeah, and it's crazy because people are like, Brooklyn, what the fuck? I, then that 
That lets you know that fool's just trying to get somewhere, which is fine. Yeah, he, he he just wants to live I mean, in a badass also, city. Yeah, which is sure. what's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that at all. You know, like Melo just made that decision, and that's okay. I mean, we all make decisions, but you hope you win. Yeah, you hope it also because we think these guys. Uh, I guess he just doesn't want to win. No, no, I think he's thinking I'm going to win and live in a badass yeah, city. Yeah, or, that's or the way like, looking at or it. I'm going to try and win in this badass city. You know, you can have. You know, if you create a restaurant in an amazing city, do you have to be the best restaurant? You well, just, you're always trying to. You're always trying until of course, you win. And you could potentially because you're always it. just trying until yeah. you're actually. But one winning. thing, what the one thing that Jimmy Butler will always bring you is 100 percent effort. Um, and so you can never but question he's that. he's officially decided he doesn't want to bring any effort towards <laughs> being a Minnesota being Timberwolves. A Minnesota so Timberwolves. he will not give any effort there. Uh, so we'll see what happens with him. That seems like he's b- had beef with Wiggins. Who would you rather have between those two guys? Oh, Butler for sure. Yeah, between uh, him and Wiggins. Wiggins is a frustrating player for me, man. Like I think I see him, and he seems like he has all the potential to be this amazing All Star to like a, a wing player, like a Kawhi Leonard clone, essentially. Yeah. Except he can jump a little higher than Kawhi. Yes. He mashes on people too, man. Wiggins, he's a Raptor for like forty point games. He's hit buzzer beaters. And yet he just kind of seems like he just is like, mm, you know, whatever. But so, maybe, like I said, maybe moving Butler, maybe freeze that. these guys up. I don't know. Maybe. How, I don't know how much the beef was. I don't know how much in, how intense it was. But, um, you know, maybe that just opened. And again, you, we've talked about it before. This is, they paid the guy who's the one to keep. They, they, yeah, they, they already, they, they they paid, that decision was made. They paid Wiggins. They paid Carl Anthony Towns. And Carl Anthony Towns just signed the Supermax. So maybe for so. Jimmy and even for the Timberwolves in hindsight, like they don't want to do it. They probably don't want it now. But in, once it happens, it's kind of like, yeah, that's what we really wanted. Let's keep the guys we want to keep. And let's move on from everybody else. Say peace out. Right, maybe he doesn't want to play in the cold anymore. He just wants to move to a nice city with nice weather, even though he chose I mean, New York. Minnesota, I know I'm not shitting because it's not like I've you know been there or anything like that, but. I guess he's deciding. Nah, that's just not too it. cold. Too. Well, I don't know about the cold. Mm-hmm. I mean, too Minnesota. Too Minnesota. Too Minnesota. I'm not a Vikings fan. Uh-huh. Can't deal with it. Um, anything to add about the Lakers? I mean, I don't want to add say too much yet because it's early September. We haven't even played a preseason game. No, um, we just got to see what the fuck happens. I mean, uh, I'm excited. everybody's excited for hey, sure. Lonzo basketball looks, is really like here, like already. Yeah, it's ready. It's ready to, it's ready to rock and roll. I haven't ready. even bought 2K yet, so I will, mm-hmm. and I'll report back shortly with my uh, findings on the game. Um, any, uh, anything upcoming this week? Uh, not, no. uh, well, fucking let's see what the hell Beth Art or Beth Art has. To yeah. Do. So, uh, there's some games this week. Um, well, hopefully we can try and meet up again and discuss some things if we can. If not, um, we'll try and record a little video for our best bets. Um, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Give us a like if you can. Uh, we would really like it. Give us a love if you're on Facebook. We would really love it, you know? A um, little wordplay there for you guys. Have a wonderful week. Anything you guys want to add for the fans? Uh, peace out. All right. Take it easy, gentlemen and ladies. Later on. Mm-hmm.